Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. Big, big day in politics. Finally, it's arrived. The New Hampshire primary, it's underway. Do you get out if you lose today? No, I don't get out if I lose today. I didn't hear no bell. Yeah, I changed my vote this morning. I went, instead of voting for Haley, I voted for uh, Donald Trump this morning. You changed morning. your vote this morning. Yeah, Why? Sure I think the election, the primary's over. Bye-bye. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. So if you go back really not, not that long ago, as I say, we kind of, we own the news. Nowadays, people can go to all sorts of different sources for the news, and they're much more questioning about what we're saying. They know how to change the way the public thinks of me. They'll buy every media outlet in town. Bring me a checkbook and a mother moon. President Biden's name is not even on the ballot. I'm kind of angry about it. And some people have said, why should we write his name in when he won't even give us the time of day? Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. And now, without further ado, it is a pleasure to introduce our first guest, Former President Donald J. Trump, who's in New Hampshire, awaiting uh, awaiting the polls to close to, so that he can claim a resounding victory in the first in the nation primary. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show, Mr. President. Well, it's good to be with you as always. Hi, Howie. What What should Nikki Haley do after she concedes tonight, Mr. President? Well, I don't know that she'll concede because uh, somebody said she had a big blow up on Fox today and she was going... A little bit crazy, but I understand that, Nikki. I've known it. Uh, but she uh, she was not good on that particular show. I heard it was sort of cursed, caused a stir. So I don't know. And uh, we're just we're just going to win. We're going to keep winning. And you know, she uh, got up last week and she made like a victory speech, and she came in third. <laughs> Considering there were three people, right? But she came in third, and uh, it was a weird thing. And uh, I think that she probably won't. But we beat her the following week. You know, she's uh, not even registered for the caucus because it's a caucus. It's Nevada. And we won 100 percent in Nevada, which is a pretty big state. That's a lot of that's a lot of delegates. And then uh, we go to her state and I'm leading her by like 50 points, 5-0, which is not a nice. That's not a good signal. But we're leading her by 50 points. And uh, so I don't I don't see a road. But, you know, you never know. Life and politics are strange strange things so we'll see what happens but i think we're uh, i think we're doing really well howie i'll tell you you and i have been doing this stuff for a long time talking to each other and having uh, many times i guess and uh i've never seen the spirit we won in 16 we did even better in 2020 and you know we we got 12 million more votes we did better but think of it uh the spirit we had we were always known for that spirit what we have this year blows it away. And I think the reason is that Biden is so bad. It's so pathetic what's happening at the border, what's happening with wars that are starting again. Here we go into the Middle East. We're dropping bombs again all over the place. We didn't have that with me. We were strong. We were respected. Victor Orban said, you need Trump back. He's from the prime minister of Hungary. And uh, he said, if you get Trump back, everything's going to stop because they all feared Trump, which I didn't say that he did. You said this weekend you didn't think Joe Biden was going to make it to November. I mean, who do you 
realistically think, if not Biden, you'll be running against uh, Kamala Harris, uh, Gavin Newsom, somebody else? Yeah, well, I think you'll have a free-for-all after that. And, you know, there is something about an incumbent. I don't know why they respect him so much. It's not respect. It's just, I guess it's a tradition. But, uh, you know, you have a guy that nobody ever heard of as a, a congressman who's just an average congressman said, let me let me become famous. And he challenged him. And I, I can't imagine he does very well, although there are a lot of people that want to write in names. You know, New Hampshire is very angry at him because he really disrespected the state. And there's no way they can win the state in, in November because they he was he has really he's he's taken a long time tradition of New Hampshire, Iowa, New Hampshire. It's like this was automatic for, you know, many, many decades. And it became a part of our election process almost a beautiful part tradition and he says i'm not gonna play there and i think it was very disrespectful to your state i mean it's i can't imagine that the people of new hampshire are very happy about it very very disrespectful to your state let me ask you about the prosecutor in atlanta fanny willis you know she hired her uh, her, her boyfriend uh who, who has no experience unbelievable what should be done about fanny willis and her boyfriend and, and about this whole case that was based on a uh, a phone call that the Washington Post printed that was totally fictitious. Yeah, a perfect call, yeah. That they printed the wrong words too. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you know they made up. No, they they uh, the Wall Street Journal called them out on it. They didn't correct it until the Wall Street Journal printed the actual transcript of That's what right. the call was, which was they, totally different yeah. from what they said. So, what should they happen actually, to Fannie Willis? Yeah, they left the good parts out, meaning the good parts like <laughs> be peaceful, be patriotic, you know, like in the speech where they never say peacefully and patriotically. Uh, she and the boyfriend, that's really an embarrassment to the state of Georgia. They, they've got to drop the case. I mean, they did the case. And the reason they picked me is that I'm slightly high profile, okay? <laughs> and he could get paid more money by going after Trump than going after uh, William Smith. Jim Jones or somebody, you know, he could get more money by going after Trump. He can't get a million dollars by going after somebody that nobody ever heard of. So uh, this was what they did. And they and, and what's really sad is they colluded with Washington. You know, they went there numerous times. Right. They met with all their political people and political operatives and DOJ. Look, they've weaponized elections now. They've weaponized never been done before in this country, at least not that anybody knows. He, of. he said he worked 24 hours. He, he got the job and four days later, he said he worked 24 hours. Yeah, well, he worked 24 hours for weeks. You know, he worked 24 hours a day for weeks. <laughs> In other words, based on what he said, he didn't sleep for weeks. So he's, isn't it wonderful to have hard workers like that, right? <laughs> now, this is sleaze that we're dealing with, real sleaze. And she got up and made that speech in church, and uh, she pulled out the race card, and she did everything that you could do, but said some crazy things, you know, that uh, it was her right to do this because she's a woman of color, she said. And, you know, it's just pure dishonesty. It's horrible. Nobody thought a thing like that could happen. And they were trying to give her praise, you know, when she announced the indictment. She wanted to indict everybody. She had like 60, 70 people. And, you know, they're doing this thing. I guess it was slates or something. I don't know what they were doing. But these some of these people are like great people, like they're great patriots. They got indicted. Right. And the Democrats do the same thing. They put in slates. Uh, Thomas Jefferson did it a long time ago. But, you know, this has been doing – they uh, – 
they put in slates. I believe it was Alabama with me, and I won it by 45 points. You know, they tried to claim that I didn't win Alabama. I won by 48 points or 45 points. Well, they tried to get all the These electors bad, to, to switch in 2016, right? I mean, what, what's the difference? What Hillary Clinton did, did, did in 2016? Howie, they did it, and they did it at a level that you wouldn't believe. They did it at a level that you wouldn't believe. And then they go after Republicans for doing the exact same thing they did, except I think in a more honest fashion. No, they're bad, and uh, I think that's why our poll numbers are so good, to be honest with you. They, people are sick and tired of it, but that whole Georgia scandal is really blown up. I mean, today it's the biggest story. It's, number, it's trending number one, and they went on beautiful vacations with the money that she paid him, and he never Cruises. made that much money, and he never did a case like this. No experience, you know. So. Yeah. Tim Scott has been with you. Uh, he came up Friday night to endorse right. you. He's, he's, I, he was with you yesterday in, in Laconia all across the state. Uh, he announced his engagement. Right. Is is Tim Scott now the front runner for the vice presidential nomination? Well, he's a guy that I look at. I, he's such a wonderful man. He is a wonderful guy, and he's he's been a friend of mine for a long time. And, you know, that's a big thing for a senator from her, her state where she appointed him, but he couldn't stand her. Uh, you know, I mean, she's just... She's not good. She's not good. And uh, he didn't like her, and he endorsed me. And I was impressed by that endorsement. You know, he said I had to do the right thing. I have to do the right thing for the country. We had no wars. Howie, we didn't have a war for 78 years. The first time in, I guess, at least 78 years that this has happened. And we beat ISIS and Soleimani and al-Baghdadi got him out. You know, the whole thing we did, we did a real job militarily. We rebuilt our country. You're going to I'm going to cut energy prices in this area by 50 percent within one year. They pay the highest. This area pays the highest energy prices in the whole country by far. And there's no reason for it. I'm not a big fan of your governor, Howie. I know you're not either, but I can't say that. (laughs) But I'm not a big fan of this guy. Because your energy, even your voting system, where Democrats and independents, everyone's allowed to vote in the Republican primary. It's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. But uh, we're going to cut your energy prices here by 50 percent. Let me ask you about the foreign policy situation. You know, all these uh, U.S. servicemen are now being injured by in attacks by the the Iranian uh, proxies. You know, you had uh, several suffered uh, what they call traumatic brain injuries the, the other night, these uh, these proxies that now have all this money uh, since uh, Biden got back into office. You have two Navy SEALs dead in the in the Red Sea. They were trying yep. to intercept a, a ship. And but there there seems to be no no real response from from the Biden administration yeah. other than a no, few no, no. a few attacks that uh, that Biden admits aren't working against the Houthis. What is your criticism of uh, how should the Middle East be handled, especially Iran and their proxies right now? When I had Iran, they were broke. They had no money. They didn't give any money to Hamas or to Hezbollah to anybody. The the uh, they just they didn't have any money. They were broke, pure broke. They had no money. We had no problem because they're the ones that give out the money. They dish it out. Now Iran is a rich country under Biden. They have $200 billion in cash. They're making a fortune with oil. I told China and other countries, if you buy from them, you can't deal with us. Everybody stop buying oil. We would have had a deal in two weeks after the election. We would have had a deal if uh, the bad result, you know, we got more votes than any other sitting president in history. And they say we lost by a whisker. You know what happened. Uh, Just terrible. What, what should Biden do about these attacks? Thing. Kirby said the other day, well, it's only a very small number of servicemen. But that's traumatic brain injuries. I cannot Two understand seals what's then. going on. He's, 
Yeah, he's apologizing for them as they attack our men. Now, we're not respected as a country anymore. We were so respected as a country. We're not respected anymore. And, you know, he's gotten so much money from so many countries, you never know. He's a Manchurian candidate. You understand that. It's, uh, you don't know what's going on with him. They treat us so badly. They treat us with no respect. And they do whatever they want. They're shooting missiles all over the place at us, and we don't even respond. And the response we give is so, so minor. I'll tell you what, if I won the election, it would stop. With the mere winning of the election, it would all stop. And that's what uh, Viktor Orban said. He said, you got to bring Trump back. If Trump comes back, it all ends. We'll be right back with the rest of the Donald Trump interview in a moment. The way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Wait, that's not true. The way to a man's heart is through his pillow. Get your loved one something special from MyPillow for Valentine's Day. There's a sweetest candy deal for you right now with MyPillow's incredible Giza Dream bed sheets for as little as $29.98. A set of pillowcases only $9.98 and a MyPillow mattress topper for as little as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. All with the biggest discounts ever. Don't let love hurt. Get your loved one the luxurious Giza Dream Sheets today by going to MyPillow.com or by calling 800-658-4965, code Howie. Don't just take my word for it. If you don't love it, you can always return it with MyPillow's 60-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-658-4965 or go to MyPillow.com. And don't forget to use the code Howie. I'm Howie Carr. The Emperor of Hate, Howie Carr, is back. We're back with President Donald Trump. What are you going to do about the FBI? You know, they, now it turns out they knew about the, uh, the the Hunter Biden laptop more than a year before Biden lied yep. about it during the debate. Yep. They tried to hide that FD-1023 report from Senator Grassley, which uh, from a credible source, which says that the Bidens got $10 million dollars. From Burisma, in addition yeah. to the pay payoffs that, uh, that that Hunter got, and that they have audio recordings of of Biden and Hunter with the head of Burisma. I mean, what are you what are you going to do about this this FBI metastasizing into a? Uh, into, yeah, what you, a terrible thing. What's happening is, I, I don't think there's been an institution in the country that's gone down in uh in love and respect more than the fbi it's so sad and you have so many great people in the fbi i know so many people that they're great but but the people that are that have been leading i tell you nobody has nobody has ever seen anything like it nobody and you look at now and and you know they've been infiltrated by radical left and nobody's seen anything like it and the people are very angry about it very very angry about it I think it's a I think it's a big point in the election as the election. You know, we're I think we're leading by a lot. We're going to find out. But we seem to be we we set the all time record, the all time record. Think of that in Iowa. And, uh, you know, what an honor that is. Right. But we're doing well. We thought they thought we were going to win and do easily win. But we ended up setting a record. I think that's going to happen here because I see such spirit like I've never seen. We did great in 2016. We did better in 2020. And there was a lot of enthusiasm. There's never been enthusiasm like there is right now. Look, it's it's an area that I love. You know that. It's an area that I love, right. and we're going to take care of it. We're going to get your energy prices down. And uh, we're looking for a big victory tonight, Howie. 
C- CBO Congressional Budget Office said yesterday that uh, Biden has released 6.2 million illegal aliens into the U.S. in three years. 6.2 yeah. million. Much, much more than that. Yeah, it's going to be more. It'll be 15 to 16 million by the time he leaves office. That's insane, and no country can sustain it, including this country. Can't sustain. How, how many can you? How many can you talk about deporting them? How many can you realistically deport? Well, you have to. First of all, you have to get rid of the criminals because they're coming from jails. They're coming from mental institutions. These are serious criminals. And you have to get rid of the criminals, and we're going to take them out immediately. We're going to have the largest deportation effort. You know, uh, Dwight Eisenhower, people don't think of him this way. He was very much into this. He said, you come in illegally, you have to go out. And he did a massive deportation uh, uh, program, which actually very much worked. He would take them way beyond the border because he used to drop them off just on the other side. They'd come back in. Uh, we have got a massive, and you know, my border, I had the safest border in the history of our country. Now we have the worst border probably ever in the world because there's never been a border like this. You know, who has been affected by it more African Americans, I think have been affected by it more than anybody. Uh, they're getting wiped out by this. Uh, Biden is wiping out. Uh, that's why I'm doing so well with the African American vote because they are getting absolutely decimated by all these people coming in more than anybody else. One final question about uh, there's a guy that uh, supported you in uh, 2016. I remember uh, on uh, Election Eve, you uh, you read his letter at, uh, in Manchester. Uh, that would be Bill Belichick, the uh, former coach of the New England Patriots. And uh, I've just, I, right. my, my question for you is, where do you think Bill Belichick should, uh, what, is, what should he do next? So a lot of people talk about, I know him well. He's a great guy. He's actually a very, very fine guy. Uh, I think that he might go to Dallas. I know they're talking to Atlanta, but I think he might go to Dallas, and we'll see. I, I think a lot of teams would be well well off hiring him. You know, he's been a great coach. He's yeah. been a wonderful guy and a great they're gonna coach. They're going to keep I him. Think, I guess Dallas is going to keep Dallas. McCarthy for another year, but they, you know, they're saying he's got one year left and the same thing in Buffalo. You tried to buy Buffalo, I, I seem to recall. Way back when. A long time ago, I did. I did. Well, they've done a good job with Buffalo, but they've had some bad breaks. That was amazing. That kick, wide right with Buffalo, right? Wide right. Right. I said it before the kick. I said, don't be wide right. And uh, they've had, I guess they would have had a few Super Bowls if they didn't go wide right all the time with the kicker. But uh, yeah. no, uh, I don't I don't see how you can change Buffalo. The guy's done a great job. And, you know, Dallas wins a lot of games, but... It's a nasty business. It's like politics, but not nearly as nasty as politics, right? But but Bill will end up someplace, and it'll end up good, and I think he should do something. I mean, he's got a lot of life in him. One last question. You're speaking now directly to Nikki Haley uh, before the polls close in New Hampshire. What do you want to say to Nikki Haley? Bird brain, as you call her. Yeah. No, I, I, I wouldn't be speaking before the polls close. I, uh, we'll see how it comes out tonight. At a certain point, she's going to be, I believe, forced to leave. Uh, she won't leave easily. I think she'll probably stay as long as she can and longer maybe than she should. And we'll see what happens. But the numbers are on our side. We're, we're leading at her in her area by 50 points, you know, in South Carolina. Next week, we're going to get 100 percent of Nevada because they chose not to run because I was leading by so much in the polls. They didn't want to waste the fees. And uh, so I get 100 percent next week of Nevada. And then we go to South Carolina. It looks like I'm up by a tremendous amount, Howie, a tremendous yeah. amount, and uh, like 50 points, Eric, which, is pretty, er- which is pretty good considering she was the governor of South <laughs> Carolina. And, I have and you're endorsed by the guy she appointed to the U.S. Senate. 
uh, Tim yeah, Scott. That's a strange one, right? You got to think about that, right? That, what does that tell you? So, but I appreciate it very much. Thank Holly, you, thank you, you uh, President Trump, and uh, 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 congratulations on tonight's uh, upcoming victory. I know I'm not trying to jinx you, but you're going to win big. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. 844-500-4242. Hope you enjoyed that interview. We recorded it this morning. And again, we were supposed to do it yesterday, but he uh, he had to go he had to be in court. And then when he got to court in New York City, they canceled the court appearance. And so we had to push it back a day. But I was glad to have him on, and I, I enjoyed talking to him. I always enjoy talking to him, and uh, he had a, he had a, he had a lot to say. And I think I think he's pretty confident. We had to cut a little bit of it at the end. Uh, I mentioned that, that to him that uh, that the mailroom manager had seen Eric uh, and uh, and Lara, uh, his his daughter-in-law, on the on the flight up from from Palm Beach, and uh, they 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 see. The mailroom manager said they were both beaming and they they seemed happy and it looks it looks pretty good for tonight. I don't I don't know if she's going to drop out or not. I but that's our poll question today's poll question is brought to you by Colette Tours and the November sixteenth listener getaway to Iceland with Caroline Levitt. For more information, go to howwecarshow.com and click on the listener getaway banner. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is how soon will Nikki Haley drop out of the race? Tonight, during her concession speech, by the end of the week, she'll last until South Carolina, or never, she's going to win New Hampshire. I'm going to say by the end of the week. 19% say by the end of the week. 14% say tonight. 5% say she's, she's taking New Hampshire. 63% 63% say she'll last until South Carolina. All right, 844-500-4242. Uh, Arden says, Arden's one of our regular listeners, uh, she says, Howie, sitting in hideous traffic on 93 in Boston, driving home from the Cape to vote for President Trump. This horrid drive is worth it. Good for you, Arden. Eight, you gotta get, gotta get out and vote whoever you're voting for. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. We want to hear from people uh, who uh, who are voting in New Hampshire or who have been around New Hampshire today. Just tell us uh, what you're seeing uh, at the at the polling place or as you drive by the uh, the uh, precincts, et cetera, et cetera. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Who's the oldest person you've seen holding a uh, uh, holding a write in Joe Biden sign? Do you ha- how old do you have to be to actually get handed one of those signs? Seems like I haven't I haven't heard of a single young person, you know, it, no no one with a tattoo or a, a nose ring or anything like that. Not that that's a bad thing, but still, you know, they where where are the young people? You know, he he, where are the hippies who you know got their student loans forgiven so that they could buy more more designer weed? Mike, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Mike. Well, Howie, I had to uh, leave the Cape a little early because uh, you know that uh, I got a low jack or a ankle bracelet on me, especially with the state of Massachusetts oh, wanting to know where it. I am all the time. <laughs> stop but, uh, it. On the way up, I, I, I just went around the barn and I saw two bears with bumper stickers on their backside saying, Go Trump. But, yeah, it's, I'll, I'll tell you. 
the, uh, the the polling stations were hot and heavy, and, uh, you know, I went in there. I couldn't believe it, Howie. I was so confused I had to ask the lady if I was doing this right. I came in. She asked me for my ID, but she knew who I was, and then she brought me over, and she gave me something to vote on, and it was red. It was red, Howie, and it said Republican ballot. And I said, wait a minute, this got to be a mistake, because when, when I was in Massachusetts voting, the red one said Democrat. I know, and the, I know. The uh, blue one was, was Republican. Yeah, that's the, that's the old style. You know, Mike, I'm like you. When I, when I re-registered down here in Florida and uh, they started asking me for my, my uh, driver's license, that's the first time I've ever been happy about having to give over my driver's license, you know? Because I, I knew if, if, if you're going to give, if they're checking your driver's license, it's going to be on the level. And if you want an absentee ballot in Florida, you have to ask for it. And that's the way it should be. They shouldn't just be sending it out uh, willy-nilly like a uh, like a Nikki Haley uh, flyer or six. Thanks for the call, Mike. 844-500-4242-603. Just voted in Nashua at the Nashua South High School. There were 15 mass plates, four Connecticut, five New I don't know, but come on. Three Ohio. Uh, he, I don't think. I, I'm not buying that. I think he's just kidding me. 844-500-4242-617. I just saw the ballot in the Wyndham Independent. There were actually two dozen choices plus a write-in. How does that work if people vote for a candidate no longer in the race? They still count them. They still count the vote. As long as you're on the ballot, it's easy to count. There's not going to be a problem. It's easier to count somebody like Chris Christie because his name's still on the ballot than it is Joe Biden who's not on the ballot. That's the that's the whole thing about the if if they were really serious about Joe Joe Biden they they should have printed stickers in in my opinion at least that's my experience in Massachusetts where most of my experience is with uh, these these uh, kind of uh, write-in campaigns. Dave, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dave. Hi, Howie. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you for taking my call. So I live in I live in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, uh, which, as you know, is a pretty liberal part of Portsmouth. Right. Of New Hampshire, um, you know, and I'm, I'm a staunch Trump supporter, and I'm a registered Republican, and I, so I went and voted over at uh, in uh, Ward Three, and then after that, I went over to the Portsmouth Library for to do to do something I have to do over there, which is next to the Ward Two polling place, and uh, there was a gentleman out there holding a Trump uh, sign and a flag, rather, and you know, I gave him a thumbs up, and then I went into the library, and as I as I was coming out. This woman, this elderly woman, uh, was passing me, and I didn't solicit any conversation or greeting from her at all. And I guess she just assumed because we were in downtown Portsmouth at the Portsmouth Library that we were, you know, united in our dislike for Donald Trump or something. And she so she says to me, she looks at me, she goes, hey, you want to do something really fun? And I look at her, I had no idea, no idea at all what she was talking about. So I looked at her and I said, sure. You could have taken and it the wrong way, Dave. Uh, well, you darn right I was. So I, I looked at her conspiratorial. She looked at me conspiratorially, and she goes, "There's a Trump supporter over there in front of the polling place, like like it was a three-legged octopus or something." And I go, I looked at her and I said, "I'm a Trump supporter, and I voted for him in 2016, in 2020, today, and I will in 2024, just to defeat people like you, and just to see her deflate and." Like the joke was, I, it was, it was, it was a hat. It was the highlight of my day and it was totally unsolicited. I had no, you know, I wasn't looking for trouble or looking for confrontations. I cast my ballot in, in 
quiet and peace and quiet, et cetera. It wasn't, you know, looking to cast any aspersion. You know, you can vote for whomever you want. But it was just so funny that this lady just assumed I was going to, like, get in on the joke and go harass. So I told the, I went over and told the guy. I said, you know, just so you know, this old lady just came over to me. And he told me that she had been over there harassing him and wouldn't give him a chance mm, to respond God. and this and that. It, it, was, it was pretty funny. It was a, it was a great moment for me. Uh, another uh, another moment in uh, New Hampshire uh, primary uh, day lore. Thanks for the call, Dave. 844-500-4242. Yeah, Portsmouth's got to be among the most liberal uh, places in the uh, in the Granite State, I would think. I don't think that would happen in, uh, I don't know, Whitefield, for instance, where my father used to work. Lynn, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Lynn. Hey, Howie. How are you? Good. Um, okay, so I went, I live up in North Conway. I went to the polls uh, this morning at 8 o'clock this morning. And when I got my ballot, first of all, they just gave me a Republican ballot because I'm registered Republican, and they didn't ask right. me. They just gave me one. So I'm like, okay. But my husband, who's registered Republican, they asked him, what would you like? Really? <laughs> that was a little weird. Um, so then when I got into the booth, I noticed Donald Trump's name was first, which was awesome. Um, and then they went alphabetical order. So Haley was kind of in the middle. Right. So so now I'm talking to my friends. I got friends in Derry and Chester, Londonderry, down south. And Donald Trump's name is like in the middle um, on most of them. Haley was at the bottom in, really? Uh, I, I again, yeah, I don't so know how they do it in. Uh, I don't know how they do it in uh, in New Hampshire, but in in Massachusetts, they they usually do a drawing, you know, to to see who's going to go first. Maybe the incumbent gets to be gets to be at the top of the ticket, but there wouldn't be an incumbent in this case. Well, there isn't an incumbent, but he was president before, so I thought, well, maybe out of respect, they put him first, which is fine. But in all the other towns, were all different. It's yeah. so weird. I don't know why. Why did they do that? I thought they'd all be the same. No. Yeah, I would. I would think so. I mean, in a in a statewide on a statewide ballot. I mean, it's a statewide election, right? So they they should all have the the same the same list of uh, candidates in order the same order. I don't know the answer to that, Lynn. I wish I did. Maybe somebody can call in or text me at uh, text Howie to six one seven two one three ten sixty six. Uh. 603, you think Portsmouth, New Hampshire is liberal. I guess you've never been to Hanover, New Hampshire, have you? I have been to Hanover, New Hampshire. You're right. You're right. There, there's, there's a lot of liberal enclaves. And it's more than enclaves. The state is more blue than purple these days. But, uh, you know, at least once you get outside of Hanover, though, it's, it's a little more conservative. I get the feeling around Portsmouth uh, you have to go pretty far to, to reach a, uh, a red heartland. Joe, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I'm from uh, Hookstead. I voted this morning. And one thing I was surprised to see, which I, I hadn't seen in the past, is right as you're exiting the ballot or exiting the polling station, they have a table to uh, redeclare right. your affiliation. Uh, and there was a line of people, which I've never noticed the table. I certainly have never seen a, a line of people there. And when I was at work talking to some of my coworkers who are obvious liberals, um, almost every single one of them voted this morning and took a Republican ballot and voted for Nikki Haley. Really? So I, think, I think she's going to do well 
because of that. Um, and I think she's probably going to do halfway decent in South Carolina, being her home state. Uh, after that, though, I, I can't imagine she's going to carry that momentum forward. Yeah, she's way behind. She's further behind in South Carolina than she is in New Hampshire. Yep. But I, I, I think New Hampshire's results are going to come in a lot stronger for her than you would think. Than the polling has the indicated? Never, yeah, because the liberal never-Trumpers are, are going in there voting for trying to you know, screw with our, our, our selection. I mean, the thing so. is, there's never, I mean, never been, like, a huge turnout of people like this. I mean, you know, even when uh, Rush was trying to run uh, Operation Chaos in 2008 on the sort of the other side of the, uh, the equation with the Republicans taking Democrat ballots, it, I mean, it, it, was, it was fun and it amused people, but it, it never really had that much impact, you know? I wonder, it's going it, to, yeah, we'll, we'll see tonight, I guess. What, t- what town were you in? Hookstead. But I Hooks. think the difference is without Biden being on the ballot, it, yeah. it, you know, then they're not going to write him in. So they, they opted for the option of, you know, going over and taking a Republican ballot instead of writing in Biden because they know he's going to be the candidate. I mean, but it could embarrass him if he does if he does poorly and, and Phillips Phillips does OK. I mean, that's 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 really a, a, a slap in the face to Biden, isn't it? If he if he doesn't uh, if he doesn't get over 50 percent there, they've been predicting. I don't know how they poll on a write in campaign, but they've been I've read saying that he's going to get uh, 58 to 60 plus percent of the vote. I'm, I'm not sure I buy that, though. Thanks for the call, Joe. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. When running a business, your employees can create all kinds of interesting situations, like somebody not showing up when they're supposed to. You better talk to Bambi. With Bambi, get access to your own dedicated U.S.-based HR manager starting at just $99 per month. They're available by phone, email, and real-time chat, so onboarding and terminations run smoothly Team members reach peak performance and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. And with Bambi's HR Autopilot, you'll automate important HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. HR managers can easily cost eighty grand a year, but Bambi starts at $99 per month. Schedule your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Visit Bambi.com and type Howie Carr under radio when you sign up. Spelled B-A-M-B-E-E. That's B-A-M-B-E-E dot com. Howie Carr under radio. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show will be right back. Listening to the Howie Carr Show. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two six zero three. I live in Portsmouth and voted this morning at nine a.m. for Trump. Last minute change from Haley. There was someone inviting uh, all. Uh, there was someone inviting all a self-reporting survey for Edison to report throughout the day. I don't know. Uh, um, I live in. Uh, let's here's here's another one. Uh, 
Bruce from the Mets says uh, there was a lot of that going on and uh, a lot of the uh, redeclaring going on in in Exeter. I've never seen lines to redeclare and rescind before. It was bad. I agree with Joe. I think Haley will look better because of Trump derangement syndrome. Again, that's Bruce from the Mets saying that. They say they say every town and city, every city and town in uh, New Hampshire is different. The way they place the uh, candidates in order on the ballots. Uh, I've, I live in Barrington, New Hampshire. When I voted this morning, the first name was Donald, but it wasn't Donald Trump. God forbid people are in a hurry and they accidentally vote for the wrong Donald. There were like 25 names on the ballots, which was surprising. Trump was in about the middle of the ballot. I think it's pretty easy to get on the ballot in New Hampshire. I think there's always a lot of candidates in there. You just have to, I, I think you, I don't really know if you have to get any signatures or just maybe pay a hundred bucks. But it's, at any rate, it's extremely uh, easy to get on the ballot, which is even you know, more insulting that Biden couldn't be bothered to get on the ballot. Uh, Susan, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Susan. Hi, Howie. I'm calling to relate my experience at the polls this morning. Yes. Uh, First of all, uh, Trump's name was third from the bottom. Uh, And um, but anyway, as I walked into a vote uh, at seven o'clock this morning, there were two men in their mid, I would say in their mid 70s standing outside holding Joe Biden signs and very cheerfully saying good morning to everyone who passed. Uh, my first instinct was to say, you're old enough to know better. What has he ever done for you? <laughs> but I didn't. I smiled and very cheerfully replied, good morning to you and have a Trumpy day. I can't describe the utter confusion on their faces. <laughs> they just they just didn't know what to make of it. But to me, a Trumpy day was, no, I, I know. just came out. I didn't think of it, but. I didn't plan it. But Where anyway. did they get all these old people from? I don't it's... know. And, they, and there were no Trump supporters out there. But this was at 7 a.m. It may have changed later. But yeah. For the time being, there were only the two men outside with Biden. That's signs. why you got to think there's a ceiling to how many votes Haley got. Because, you know, they, you had the Biden people and the Haley people. They were going for the same crowd, you know. Mm-hmm. And Trump, Trump yeah. had a lane all by himself, especially after DeSantis got out, I think. I'm not sure. We'll we'll see tonight very early. Thanks for the call, Susan. Laurie, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Laurie. Hi, Howie. Uh, I'm Laurie, and I'm from New Hampshire, and I'm from Franklin. And uh, in in relation to the the folks that are stating where uh, Trump's name is on the ballot, that's that's the way it is for every ward in the state of New Hampshire. You can go on to the uh, state of New Hampshire uh, Secretary of State website and see it. But there, there, you know, I w- voted about one thirty today in Franklin, and and in my ward, I was number three forty seven because I always look at the the yeah. counter and just just to see what it is. So, you know, I, I think it's going to be great. You know, it's it's you know, I'm looking forward to. Um, just what the results are tonight, but I'm also very interested to see how many people they actually got to write in for Joe Biden. Because I know that is an you know, interesting, they're, they're, an interesting sidelight, and may you know it might yeah. be, might actually be the big story. You know, so that's what a few people are predicting anyway. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because I mean here locally the thing people are really upset that the Democrats were upset because you know it's like why should we give him our vote when he's basically canceled us, right? You know, which which he did. You know, it's 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 he he canceled the state of New Hampshire and you know and and also Iowa. But but it's interesting too. I'm looking at the Democratic uh, ballot right now. There's actually a gentleman on there by the name of President R. Bodie, 
out of Georgia. So, and they've got yeah, about I, 20 plus people <laughs> on their ballot. I saw that. And uh, Paperboy Love Prince. No relation to me. I have a, I wrote a book named Paperboy, but I'm not Paperboy Love Prince. Prince Love, whatever it is. I'm Howie Carr. This is Caroline Levitt, and time is running out for you to join me November 16th as we journey in search of Iceland's magical northern lights with Colette Tours. Once you have registered, we will have a virtual online meet and greet with all of our fellow travelers on Wednesday, January 24th at 3 p.m. to discuss our upcoming experience to the land of fire and ice with a rare opportunity to search for the northern lights, one of nature's most dazzling light displays. See the ever-changing steaming lava fields and massive glaciers sculpted mountains and valleys, leaving thundering waterfalls and plunging fjords. We'll travel the Golden Circle, walk on a black volcanic sand beach, and relax in the warm, mineral-rich water of the Blue Lagoon. Colette covers the details, from flights to meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your only job is to have the time of your life. Call 800-581-8942 or visit HowieCarshow.com to learn more. That number again is 800-581-8942. Come with 